0: Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. So today I want to share with you a strategy of how you can record one video and repurpose it in nine simple ways. So let me start off today and actually talk to you about a lesson I learned the hard way. You see, I started blogging several years ago, back in 2009, when content was all the rage. The more you could put out there, the better. Searching for the right keywords, SEO was the actual premium thing that you could do. Getting that Google search traffic was everything. And to some extent... Some of it still lives today. I'm not discounting all of it, but we do live in a different world. It's not as simple as always publishing uh, seven-day-a-week content and people just show up, at least not immediately. So I learned the hard way that I also needed to be disciplined about sharing my content. So here was the lesson I learned the hard way. I simply didn't promote my content enough. I published it, it was a great piece, I put a lot of energy and effort into it, and then I would just let it go and move on to the next thing. I wasn't pushing it out there on social media, I wasn't figuring out how to repurpose my content and share it in different ways. And so today I'm going to share with you a strategy that you can use. This is a how-to strategy that you can take and use. If you have ever recorded a video or you're thinking of recording a video some type of a teaching video or a promotion video or anything that you want to release out there, I want to share with you how you can repurpose that in nine different ways. So the lesson I want you to learn is that volume doesn't always equal value. You worked hard on that piece of content, whether it was a video, an audio, or text, and you need to spend some time and effort in getting the word out. So I recently had this epiphany when creating a new training video to go along with a blog post. I used uh, ScreenFlow, that's the software that I use, to record, edit, and publish the video. But after getting my video just right, I was ready to publish. I went to the export settings, just like I always do, to upload my video to Wistia. Wistia Wistia.com is the place I like to host a lot of my videos. I also use YouTube as well, but in this particular case... I was using Wistia for a specific reason, and I'll tell you why in just a little bit. But this time, I noticed all the other places that I could send my video. You see, inside the export settings, inside of ScreenFlow, and it's the same over in Camtasia, I um, noticed that there were a lot of different places I could send the same video. So I thought, why not also send the same video to YouTube, Facebook, and any others? So... I walked over to the whiteboard and I mapped out the video promotion plan that I want to share with you today that allowed me to take the one video that I had and actually place it in nine different areas. So let's walk through this. How do you do this? Well, here's the nine-step process. Step one, upload your video to post on your blog. So you've got several options here, but some of the more popular, popular ones would be like YouTube, Vimeo or Wistia, I prefer Wistia for a very specific reason, I can actually turn on what's called the turnstile function. And what that does is it places an overlay over top of the video that requires an email opt-in. So this becomes a list building opportunity for me when I place the video on my blog. People can read about my topic and then there's a video that goes into more training on that same topic that all they gotta do is put in their email in order to access it. It's a really quick content upgrade that you can do for your blog that will give you subscribers as well. So that's step one. Step two, you can also send that same video to your current email subscribers. So I'll do this step along with the publishing of the blog post and my goal is I want to drive my current email subscribers to the blog post in order to watch the training video. Now you say, well, what if they have to opt in in order to watch the video? Well, that's where you can use the power of segmentation. And I'm not going to go into all the details. I'll probably do a separate podcast on this. But this allows you to find out what your audience is interested in. For example, if I were to record a video that went along with a blog post about publishing a Kindle book, And I sent it to my email list and I saw a couple days later that 300 people opted in to watch that training video. That gives me a good idea that 300 people have an interest in publishing on the Kindle. There's probably a product, coaching, uh, some type of service, maybe affiliate product of somebody else that's created that I could follow up and send it to those 300 people. That's the power in segmentation. So step two is to send the video to your current email subscribers. Step three, upload the video to YouTube. So right now at the time of this recording, I have just over a 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. I haven't really worked hard to build that. It's just organically happened over the last couple years, and there's probably things I can do to make that grow. But the cool thing is if I actually take the extra time to upload that video to YouTube, it's going to notify them that a new video is available to my channel which they subscribe to. So if they're already in the habit of going over to YouTube and they've already subscribed to certain channels, I know that's what I do. I have a certain number of YouTube channels that I subscribe to and I get notified whenever a new video shows up. Many of those people, those over a thousand people that are uh, subscribers, they may not be email subscribers of mine. So it gives me an opportunity to communicate with them and to build a relationship with them and pull them back over into my blog. So upload that video to YouTube. That's step three. Step four, take the YouTube video and send it over to Twitter. See, for the most part, Twitter and YouTube play nicely together. So for that reason, I like to promote my YouTube video over on Twitter the cool thing is it actually displays a play button on Twitter, which encourages your their followers over on Twitter to hit the play button, and they can actually watch it while still inside Twitter. Very cool, very neat way to get your video content in the hands of your Twitter followers. Step five, upload the video directly to your Facebook pages. Now... You could argue that, well, I could just take my YouTube video and place the link on Facebook. That's true. But I want to encourage you to try something different. It's actually been proven that more people on Facebook will organically see your video if you instead upload your video directly to Facebook. I think Facebook wants to reward people for putting video content on Facebook as opposed to just sharing a link from somewhere else. So take that extra step. If you have ScreenFlow or you use a software like Camtasia to do your videos, you can actually directly upload to a Facebook group that you manage or a Facebook page that's yours, and you can get those videos to show up to more people just by uploading them directly to Facebook. And I kind of got ahead of myself because step six is to actually upload and share those videos to any Facebook groups. See, I love Facebook groups, and a lot of the products that I've created, the courses, instead of trying to have a separate forum, I've created private Facebook groups. The cool thing is it makes it easier for people because they interact more on Facebook than they do trying to go over to a forum on some website because they're already hanging out there. And the other neat thing is you can keep a relationship with them you can still promote to them about future opportunities, products, and services because they will more than likely see your post over in the private Facebook group that they've joined. So that's step six. Step seven, boost your video to your Facebook pages. While I know everyone's frustrated with the fact that Facebook is showing less of our posts to less people, I want you to change your mindset. You see, Facebook's done the hard work of attracting a huge, massive audience. And what if instead of being frustrated, we became grateful that they actually allow us to promote our business at all? See, if your video is something you want seen, you can spend $10, $15, $20 and get it in front of more of your target audience. So I want to encourage you to try that out. Try boosting your video to your Facebook pages, specifically, I would say, to people who've liked your Facebook page. You'll find that it's actually a, cheaper than, in general than just uh, doing a Facebook ad to a general audience. And you have people who've already at one point hit the button and said they like your Facebook page. So they're more than likely to get drawn back into and be re-engaged to your message. Step eight, use Facebook ads to share your video to more people. So this is a little different than boosting your video. Boost your video is typically what you'll do inside of a Facebook page. But what I'm talking about here is to actually create a Facebook ad with your video. Um, now what you can do is, uh, of course paying to boost your video is primarily, like I said, going to be shown to those who've already liked your Facebook page, but when you turn your video into an ad, the goal is to find a target audience that doesn't already know about you. I know one, uh, popular technique is to actually target other Facebook pages. For example, I, on my other blog, JonathanMilligan.com, have a course. It's an Evernote course. And what I've done in the past is actually target Facebook ads for an Evernote webinar, free training, but I've targeted on Facebook just those who've liked the Evernote Facebook page. That means I'm only showing my ad to people who already are using or liking Evernote. That way I'm not wasting a lot of time, resources, energy, and money just sending out my ad to the masses. So that's step eight. Use Facebook ads to share your video to more people. And finally, step nine. Promote your YouTube video to the Google Plus circles. Now maybe you're on Google Plus Maybe you're not using Google Plus that much, and I know many people wonder if Google Plus is still going to be around in a year or so. But until then, take a second and just promote your YouTube video over on Google Plus. You see, since Google owns both YouTube and Google Plus, they integrate nicely together. People can actually watch your video on Google Plus without having to go over to YouTube to watch it. So there's the nine-step plan. I know I covered a lot, and I know there's much for you to probably write down. And so I actually want to give and deliver all this to you in a handy PDF checklist that you can just take, you can save it in Evernote, you can print it off and use it the next time you record a video and you're trying to remember the different ways that you can get it out there. So I want you to go, if you want to grab this PDF checklist... I want you to go to bloggingyourpassion.com slash video. Again, it's bloggingyourpassion.com slash video. And by doing so, you'll be able to access and download this nine-step checklist so that you can begin using it in your next video. Well, that's all for this edition of Blogging Your Passion, the podcast. Thank you so much for all of you who have sent me kind words or encouraging notes. Uh, Even one just recently over on on Twitter was basically, it was Cynthia Brown. Cynthia, thank you so much for your encouraging uh, statement. She said, can't get enough of the Blogging Your Passion podcast. I'm now listening to Jonathan Milligan, and I appreciate that. Uh, That's a huge encouragement to me, and I want to continue to put Content out there to you guys and share with you the things that I'm using to build my blogging business so that you can use it as well. So until next time, go blog your passion.